wing downtown, you know, you can ballet bar, you can come in the cell park garage, the Golden Nugget, and come screaming in here. You will have the time of your life. Uh, it is absolutely great fun. And uh, best of luck uh, to all our friends all around the valley. That, that They've got their viewing parties. We know that the, the town is jumping. Uh, but it's about the games that are still to come today. And there are many. And I, and I would just say this. You know, our buddy John from johnsyndicate.com, he comes into town. Uh, he joins us in studio when he, when he swings in. Uh, and he's down here. He's got some friends in from out of town. How about this ballroom in this event? Is this awesome? Should I start traveling with two women on each arm? Yeah. That, does Oscar, does Oscar, Man, he knows how to roll. He walked out of the room. Uh, and as he was walking out of here, they were applauding. And then he was outside in the foyer getting ready to head out to Fremont Street. And everybody, he stops, he takes pictures, and, and they're applauding. What an incredible ambassador uh, for the city. So we always well, appreciate The first thing I want to say is this is unbelievable. This ballroom is loaded to just on it's it's I couldn't find you when it, I walked it in. It really is. Somebody said, oh, you know, all the places. It is packed. I mean, all the tables are full. And yes, you you want to remove right. <laughs> re- remove Oscar's drink? I mean, you could you could take care of the back corner of the room with what's left in that thing. Unbelievable. Um, this is just so much fun from just an event nature of things. And they got the satellite wagering station so here. It's nonstop action. As we always talk about the game within the game, let's talk about the game that's final. Duke, as everything is geared to the East Coast clientele, obviously these games start late here in Las Vegas or on the East Coast. You know, Duke doesn't cover the number, but they, in the second half, they get the job done in easy fashion. We talked about that, and I think, you know, as, as a rule of thumb, when you're looking at some of these opportunities, some of these dogs, uh, they, they bark in the first half. Somewhere down, some hang around. We've got the Iowa State game going on right now. Cyclones just buried a corner three. Uh, they are up 66-52 with about 13 and a half to go in the second half, so that one's ongoing. Uh, the UConn-Colorado game is close, and uh, what did we tip off over there? Is that uh, oh, that's the Yale-Baylor game. Sure enough, Yale hanging around early, uh, halfway through the first half there. Baylor on top, 17-15. But for us, when we we you know we talk about these things all year long. I think a lot of people, and many of these people that would come here are casual in nature, come here, and this is when they get involved doing this stuff. But we've seen these smaller schools, and we have an idea. I uh, don't sleep on these guys, but this is my honestly. I'm excited for this. This is my first look at Yale this year, and uh, I have not I have not seen them play, and I'm looking forward to this. And I, I think they're going to frustrate Baylor. It's this is great watching. Yeah, you know, I mean, we we talk about the smaller schools all the time. It's fun for us to see them get their yeah, shot and, against and, the big. And, and exactly, because that's what happens. You look at these games, and I also look at how they fare against the spread. Yesterday. Uh, you know, a perfect example is you look at a team like Holy Cross. The whole year they only put the spread on them five times. They were 5-0 and against the spread. They find a way. They put a, a dog number on them. Now they're now 6-0 and against the spread. So now they go into their next matchup, Holy Cross 6-0 and ATS. It's going to be compelling to see what that number is but and boy, how many people come in on them. It's funny, though. You, you watch them in it. You know, they, they, they were, were tied up late. They were evenly matched. But they had the one kid, I believe, it's, far, it's very close to me on the Beltway. What is the kid's name? Champion. Right. I knew I was, was going to say ambassador. His, his name's Champion, uh, and he was their best player. The problem is for a small team like that, I mean, everybody's got to play above their head, but the big teams can take.
guy away. Yeah, and and the, and the other issue is teams like the, the Kansas game. When you look at big number like big numbers like 20, 26 points. I mean, do you just take Austin P and you bark into the dog side, or do you you try to steal with the chalk? You know, we talked about the Pac-12. Uh, this is one game, all right. But I said all week long that I think you watch these things and you best be at least paying attention and apply forward. I did say on the way in, I'm not buying the Pac-12. Right. Now, UConn's up 66, 55, two and a half to go. It's not in the cookie jar yet. Not at all. Uh, there's still time to be played here. Uh, but again, and I know you kind of follow you know, these, these sort of things. There, I think UConn just threw it away. Uh, but I would look early in the day tomorrow and see how like a VCU does in the A-10, and then I'm, pay, I'm, then I'm paying extra attention to St. Joe's later in the day. I think the Pac-12 is going to struggle. This is just one game, but you have to pay attention to these things. Absolutely, and I tell you, I'm not on the South Dakota State wagon. I've seen all this money come in on uh, everybody going against Maryland. I've seen everybody go against Maryland, and I won't be surprised if it's a, a wipeout in Maryland. Just I'm not being a homer. No, no, and by the way, uh, Cal... You know, they've got the big three, and I, I the, one of their best players broke his hand in practice yesterday. He's done. So, now, you know, Cal probably survives game one, and Maryland is in a 5-12 game. I'm with you. I, 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 think, I think Maryland gets by this, but all of a sudden now, a real window of opportunity opens up for them in the second round and beyond. And then... A team with that much talent, all of a sudden they make the Sweet 16. If they play like they're capable, that's a team can make a run. Exactly. And then what about teams like Buffalo at, uh, this afternoon? No, no. First half. First half only. First half I, I love, only. No, I like Buffalo in the first half. And then, uh, and then they give it up in the end. Uh-huh. I'm, I hope not, but I, 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 I'm pretty – well, you know, I, here, I believe I believe Buffalo and I believe Tennessee Chattanooga. Hang not, in there. Here's a perfect example. Yesterday, where I was, I won't name where I was watching the Holy Cross game, but a lot of people that had Holy Cross in the first half for the game, not the first half, gave a lot of their money back, running back to the window, trying to hedge out in the middle of the game because they were up five or four in the second half. Not a smart decision. Not a smart decision to hedge out. If you have a game and you like the dog, I would say in the tournament, don't be so such in a rush to give the money back in the second half because Holy Cross, I believe, was up 27 to 22. They made him a three-point favorite in the second half, and they only won by one in the second half. Southern, you give it back for no reason. Now, and obviously, you, we get the ambient sound here, and you know, you can hear the buzz here in the Grand Bowl. But what I'm gonna, I'll just tell you here in the next, let's say this takes anywhere from five to six minutes. 143 remaining in the Connecticut Colorado game. It is 66 57. So they've scored a total of 123 points. The total on the game is 132.5. Now, Colorado's at a free throw line. Let's see if they cheer. Nobody bet this game? <laughs> it's pretty wow. quiet. But, I, but, they, but when, when, when this game goes, if it goes over or somebody misses a shot, we hit the, the buzzer shot. UNC Wilmington against Duke, the kid took the three, would have covered the number on the meaningless When, when Holy shot. Cross hit the three, when it was tied yesterday, they were all cheering. So so we start watching these results come in, halftime, second halves, totals, 
uh, you know, some of the more interesting the audio betting gauge. Yeah, oh, oh, no. I mean, the, 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 well, it's funny. You know, I always ask Tony, what was a high-handle game? Or, you know, where, where? You'll, you'll know by the crowd. Right, just listen. Right. Yeah, you'll absolutely know by the crowd. Arkansas Little Rock, a lot of love for these. You know, you start talking on, on live movement. Well, what here, happens is they're watching these teams cover to get to this point, win and cover, but they forget who they were playing. And then all of a sudden they hit a wall and they go, oh, what happened? So, you know, I, I, you got to remember who they played to get where they're at. You know, to me, pace of play in these games is over. Now, you know, now it's a 12 against a 5. Yeah, now, now there's a little, little buzz going here. Uh, 66-59 and a whistle on the floor. So with them, and that's the crazy thing with college basketball. Uh, John is in the last 105 here. Literally, they can score 15 points. Oh, of course. This is when if you had the uh, whatever side you had, you turn it on. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, well, uh, it's, it's going to be crazy. Uh, you know, hey, Oscar was talking up Seton Hall, and when he was here, you were giving him a thumbs up. I, yeah, I like him. I don't mind saying it on the air. I, I like him. Listen, 23 and 9 ATS against the spread, Seton Hall on the season, 14 something crazy. They're they're like amazing against the spread. You know, Gonzaga is 14, 15 and 2 ATS. They are pitiful. They but, are but, absolutely pitiful. But but. but, but the only thing I will say, and I, and you know, there's a lot of love out there for Seton Hall, but you have to like a team like Gonzaga. They have the big injury Did in the first Gonzaga? third of the season. I got the over. Okay. I like the over in the game. Uh-oh. There, they're cheering. We got a turnover and a foul. Now they're now they're on the minute mark. We start hearing some noise. Well, if, you know what? What that's telling me is that there's always, no, there's a lot, a lot more money on the side than the total. Right. But now here all of a sudden Colorado with the turnover and we said then we what, what would you say? They were up thirteenth and this isn't over. And that was with two and a half to go. Right. Only up five now, UConn. And Colorado at the la- line cuts it to four. Yeah one of my uh, one of my uh, clients is here he has the dog on his own. He's not in here I don't believe. Well, he's, stay he's, out. he's pacing <laughs> like he's in the maternity work. So anyway so that that's going on now. Uh, also, go. we've got we've there. got Virginia underway, 18-10. Yale's making a game of the it. lead over Hampton. Oh, I, I think I listen. I got news for you. Yale could win that game outright. Uh, Iowa State is keeping a little comfort level and a cushion so, with so 10 Brian, to go. I will say, if a team like Yale was up big at the half, that's my spot to come back in and take the other side. You know, if a five is getting drilled at halftime, well, I, I got to come back. Well, the first I mean, game, Duke was, Duke was down three, spot. covered eight. Right, exactly. Um, but but that, did not cover the spread. That's not a uh, not a sight on thing. See the Tony Miller. Tony is has there. wait a minute. A brand new shirt on. What, what is that? What is that? Like five years old. Five years old the shirt. So I'm reminiscent with the boys over there. It's got your name on it, so at least you know who you are. Yeah, Golden Nugget. Oh, right here, Tony engraved. Look at you, very you color coordinated. My uh. <laughs> oh, man. Oscar, the food and beverage manager just took Oscar's, the remains of Oscar's drink away, and I think took care of the back corner of the room with the remnants. Oh, very good. So Oscar was very cool, huh? He's unbelievable. The showgirls were great. Uh, he, you know, when he walked out of here, they were applauding when he was walking out. He goes out in the foyer. He's going towards uh, Fremont Street. People stopping him, applauding Pictures taken. He's the best, man. Oh, he's the man. I'm so happy he came down. Thanks, Brian, for that. No, hey, listen. 
Real quick, I know you're running. You're doing the hot foot here. Isn't it amazing? UConn, we were just saying, two minutes to go in the game. UConn was up 13. And all of a sudden, this is coming down to a decision on the total and the side with 59 seconds to go. This is all day. And there you go. In the first half, Colorado was up eight. So it's just a back-and-forth game. Anything uh, when you're talking to Aaron in the back room, uh, any action on some games coming up uh, of note that uh, you're paying attention to? Uh, got a lot on an Arizona game, got a lot on the Gonzaga game, so it's going to be two we're looking at tonight. Were, were they betting Arizona or fading? Yeah, they're betting Arizona now, but I expect Gonzaga money late. So. And, and do you know, I mean, I know you've you got a million things going on, but Cal, they've got the three studs. One of their kids got hurt. Have we seen uh, a significant drop? It, it seemed to me it would hurt them in round two, but was there an impact on their number in game one? Yeah, I heard he broke his hand or something last night. He's done. Oh, he's out. Uh, yeah, no, we still got good action on Cal. The people believe in Cal, so. Here we go, final final drama, 45 seconds left. Uh, UConn's got the ball and has been fouled. And I know, you know, we, we realize this. People always say, how do they do it? You know, the games, it's like one out of every three, really, that, that comes down to right around the number. But there's something about these games, isn't it, on Thursday and Friday, that it seems like that percentage goes up, that the, a decision comes down to the final 10, 20 seconds? Always right around the number. It's not going to be any different tonight, too. Hey, we're going to be Wichita State fans. We're going to be Seton Hall fans. So, good for man. Oh, by the way, <laughs> one down, lots to go. Michigan. <laughs> it's Derek Stevens' bet. Yeah, next up is Texas A&M. Then we get Michigan. So, hey. I, you know, it's fun when, you know, up until it gets to that point. So, Are they betting the NBA, the NHL, and the phone? I was in the sports book. I did plop a couple horse bets down, and there's a steady stream of action in the book and here in the room. But do the other sports, are you seeing a, a pretty healthy spike in, in uh, hockey and the NBA and, the you know, the, uh, the other things on the periphery? Well, the whole Warriors story is just taking off. Even last night, we had the worst number in the world here. But they kept laying it and laying it, and they keep covering. But now Boston Celtics are coming on in the East. That's going to add some really cool drama with the Cavaliers back there. See how the Spurs and Warriors pan out. I'm real anxious for that game on Saturday when Golden State's going to San Antonio. And the Spurs are undefeated at home this year, so something's got to give on Saturday night. Do you know, and I, you don't have the sheet in front of you, but you, Golden State and San Antonio, when push comes to shove, everybody thinks they're on the collision course from a futures perspective. Is that a mixed bag? Oh, man, it's, it, you know, I heard a great story yesterday from somebody saying, forget the East, forget the West Conference, just take the best teams around, robbing them at the end, and let Golden State and San Antonio fight it out. But I was glad to hear you <laughs> say that because I talked about Boston. I, I mean, I think Boston's a sneaky little live contender in the East. Yeah, but the way the Thunder went in there the other night and handed it to them was pretty impressive. So I do like Boston. I hope they give them a good run. And, uh, hey, be something new. Well, how about the Thunder? By the way, you know, it's the middle of March. We've seen this before. I mean, they are, they're playing lights out now. But when you get to the playoffs and people say, all right, we'll take Durant away and Westbrook's got to score 40, the really good teams take one of them away and they just can't – they don't have enough on the periphery. Well, Durant ends up in Boston playing for the Celtics in that same year. So we'll see how Thunder really are with just Westbrook. All right, you got, you're doing the hot foot? You, yeah, I got you, you were doing the rounds? March Madness Golden Nugget. That's five years old. It's clean, and it looks new. Yeah, uh, you know, I do laundry every now and then. 
<laughs> All right, come back when we're about to say goodbye before we leave. All right, Tony Miller off making a round. Um, how about this this game? Uh, John's with us. Wow, John's it's on three, and there's 30 seconds. JohnSyndicate.com. All right, uh, Connecticut's got the ball again. Well, they got a foul because look at the Yale score. 26-25, I believe. Yeah, we got ball games here now. We got we, ball we games. Got the, we got, got action. The competitive nature of it. This UConn game is going to be remarkable here. Uh, I, it's going over the total. That's that's kind of a given. It's, in fact, it just did, right? It was 132 and a half. Right. Uh, but the sides in play here, UConn was a three and a half point favorite. They're at the line to make it four with 24 seconds remaining. I mean, let me ask you, do you foresee uh, the – it's too hard to pick a blowout in these tournaments. People that expect blowouts are being unrealistic. These are games that you basically you expect good competition. I mean, you're going to get a blowout here. You're going to get a blowout there. There'll be some. There'll be some. But don't be surprised if they come down to the wire. And that that means if you're laying chalk, you got a you got a, a heavy road to climb. Well, well, here I mean, here's your perfect example. Let, 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 now let, I do have some chalk plays today. 20, Twenty seconds to go. Driving left-handed layup. And Colorado's wow. cut it wow. to three. Cut it to three. And there's 17.6 seconds to go. Virginia, the one seed, you know, if you're saying, hey, you know, you're thinking boat race, how about 20 to 16? I mean, I'm looking on for top these dogs of to be ahead in the first so I can run in the window in the second. <laughs> 20 to 18. Right. Hampton with the driving. Up. No, I, and I do think, it, you know, and here's the other thing you've got to take into account. Let's, again, this a UConn game to get the inbounds pass, go for the steal, don't get it, and UConn will go to the line again up three with 14.2 seconds remaining. Uh, these dogs, I, I really believe this, John, had this opportunity out of the gate, and you can't, in the first half of games, the thing you can't sleep on is when they go into these neutral arenas, don't forget all the other schools' fans are there, and they're rallying around Cinderella. Right. Exactly. So the good teams are basically playing road games. Correct. Um, so that Yale game. But then when you see a team break away, like Virginia's got a little five-point lead, all of a sudden it can be it can be up ten within a minute. You so, know. Okay. So Iona is uh, up against that. They're down 16 to Iowa State. Uh, some of the other games that we'll be talking about coming up uh, today. The Stony Brook Kentucky game is going to be interesting. Kentucky's laying 14 and a half. Total on the game is 140. You want an interesting stat on that game? Stony Brook can play. Oh yeah, and five against the spread. Five times there's been a spread put on this team. Stony Brook, oh and five ATS. Opposite of Holy Cross yesterday, five times against the spread, five and oh against the spread. This team has not covered a game yet. But you get an inflated number, correct? With a very, you know, polarizing public kind of team. Final ten seconds. Now the numbers on the line here, Woo! and the driving layup no good is blocked. A steal by UConn, and there's the explosion. UConn gets the rebound, and they are fouled up five. We know who had the chalk. With 4.2 seconds to go. But here's what's going to happen. UConn, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They can make the two free throws. The game's likely toast on a stick. You can see the wise guys But the three-point shot's going to be coming, and they're going to have to dodge the freebie. And it's going to be a free look because UConn won't want to foul. First shot is up and good. This ha- this will happen now, today and tomorrow, probably upwards of 15 times. Foul shot up and good. So here we go. Wait, UConn uh, up 74-67. Let's see this final shot. They get a free look. Free three is up. 
and no good. What was the head? And now the, cele- now the celebration is on for those that bet UConn and got the cover. And that's this is going to happen every 10, 15 minutes. People are going to be going bananas. What was the halftime score of the UConn? I, did, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Uh, I, I'm not sure what the halftime score was. was UConn was up a little bit. Um, I mean... So Dory making an announcement as we get the, the next wacky yeah, games that are going to get going. we got three minutes left in the Yale game. Yale's got a five-point lead. In the first half. In the, well, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> you said the game. Well, yeah, I, I, don't want excuse people, me. I don't want people I'm going sorry, off the road. The first half of the game. <laughs> excuse me. I apologize. Yell up 34-28. Is there a separate window for me to make a second half play? Uh, that line is long. Well, none of you, but watch how fast that line moves. Right, right. It, it's pretty impressive. Uh, at 3:55, believe me, actual time that that half won't end for another nine minutes. So it's you'll get another commercial break. You'll get foul it, shots. It's interesting looking around. You can see who the Sharpies are, and they were not happy at the end of that game. They were all on the dog. Well, and that's Tony Miller was telling us last year. He said the players really struggled out of the gate on Thursday. So much so, I mean, he said it was a windfall day for the books. That the, the players actually got hurt to the point that the handle on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday was, was down because right, the players didn't win early. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Providence Southern Cal game. Now, again, uh, UConn beat Colorado. Iowa State game I'm, is tightening up. I, I'm, I'm not buying the Pac-12. I'm telling you, there's a lot of uh, there's love for, for uh, USC here. Uh, don't sleep on Providence. They can play a little bit. And um, then later today, now Utah maybe is a bit of a different so animal. Let, let me ask you a, 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 a personal wagering question. Why would you lay two and not lay 135 on the money line? When I, If I'm ever laying the chalk, I'm never going to lay two. I'm going to lay the money line. I just don't understand why somebody would risk losing by that game no, by I, having them win by one. Well, I, I, well, I think you can, you can do that if you're, if you're sold on one side. I think the other thing... Yeah, well, if I'm going to play this side, I'm not laying two. I'm going to lay the money. Right. The other thing, you know, a lot of guys would consider would be doing doing money line parlays. Uh, You know, it would be another thing that you could think about. Uh, Fresno State, Utah. Utah, eight and a half. Totals 139. That tips off at 425. Fresno State wins the Mountain West Championship. Uh, You know, Utah, you know, they've got some big, strong guys, too. Uh, That's... That's a pretty high number, but that Utah's one of the teams out of the Pac-12. I think I'm I'm going to give a, a healthy dose of respect. Been, now I will say I've noticed as a uh, someone here quite often. I look at shirts of people what they're wearing. I've seen a lot of Butler, a lot of Butler shirts. I mean a lot. You see a lot and, of St. Patrick's Day yeah, shirts. But I tell you what, man, a lot of Butler fans here. Every casino I've been in, look at that number. It's four. You get, you got to think a lot of money is going to be coming in on Butler. Uh, we're at the Golden Nugget. We're in the Grand Ballroom, and we've got games going on now. Right now, uh, Iona making one final. Happy St. Patrick's. Yeah, one final push. Iona's within 11. Free throw to cut it to 10, and they do. Yale's on top of Baylor by six in the first half. So the early games are starting to roll in. We got a lot of great games coming up the remainder of the day. We're in the Grand Ballroom of the Golden Nugget. Don't forget the 52 Friday Concert Series. They have added shows uh, through the end of June. Uh, it's been a phenomenal success for everybody here at the Golden Nugget and the Gordy Brown Show. 
Uh, but we invite you to come down. we got the sushi bar right outside the Grand Ballroom, all kinds of great food, drink. Downtown's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and now Virginia's opened up a 10-point lead over Hampton. So what I was going to say is the the half, first half number is 14. Let's say they cover that number with ease, and they're up 20 at half. You don't chase that second half favorite. Now, I don't chase that second half favorite. Well, here's the rub, though. I mean, that's with, the rub with, with with Virginia. They're up ten. I took cover. UAB in the second half yesterday. They were down twenty. But you're you're asking a team to cover twenty six with a total on the game in the one twenties. You know, I mean, right? That's and they're going to be. Let's say they're up twenty. Yeah. And they cover the fourteen. They might not cover the game. That's my. See, this is where chalk betters get burnt. You almost want them not to be covering that first half play. North Carolina, now, now we always say, hey, you know, don't overreact to what you just last witnessed. We have North Carolina laying 22 against Florida Gold Coast. We watched them in Dayton the other night. I mean, pretty athletic and can play above the rim, but they're uh, now, John, jumping into the deep end of the pool. That's a different animal. Right. Exactly. Big-time different animal. Uh, let's see, also coming up. Uh, the uh, Gonzaga Seton Hall game. Personally, I was say I'm looking for a pretty healthy pace in that game. 145 and a half is the total. I think if Wiltshire shoots the ball well for Gonzaga, uh, they're going to put a lot of points on the board. Has any game gone under in the Gonzaga game? No. <laughs> well, you remember we talked about that game. Although that, that 200 was, points. Well, especially when you're playing a team like BYU. Um, but if they travel well, that's the one thing we know. Now, this this Iona-Iowa State game is going to be interesting from a total perspective. 151 up, total on the game is 166, four minutes to go. Uh, Iona hanging in there. You know what? Would you say 10's the number? It's 8172 now, but you, you need to get the balloon number at the end. Right. I think you need the team to be within 10 to say that they'll foul at least three times. Right. After that, you know, if it's 12, 13, 14, they're probably not even bothering. Right. I agree. So what's on your docket? You making the rounds? Uh, you, you, good to see you down I here. I, cli- I knew you, you said you wanted to come down. And- yeah, I, have cli- I wanted to come down and see you. I got clients, and uh, I wish I could get them all to stay at the same place, but that's impossible. And they all well, – it, it, cl- it is a uh, – they don't realize if they don't come here often. They go, just walk over to the Aria from the Mirage. <laughs> well, it's, it's a pretty juicy walk, though. They, they don't, they don't, it's they not right. Just because they can it's, see it, they don't understand. I, I always tell that story. I mean, when we um, used to come here on vacation, and, you know, it, my son was young, so we used to go down. Um, they'd have, like, the, the arcade thing or whatever it was down by the MGM where the big right. Coke bottle was. It's, okay, yeah, we'll walk down here. And then you turn, you look, and you're walking back to the brush. Yeah, it's right there. You know, yeah, right. about an hour and 20 minutes later, you get there with exactly. your tongue dragging That's on the I ground. drive everywhere. But I tell you, on a side note, coming into the airport, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm very tall, five six. A lot of the NBA team, um, excuse me, college teams were traveling. Trying in, to sign you up. And they were standing. <laughs> they were in the airport. You don't realize how t- these guys are monsters, absolute monsters. I mean. They all look like they could be NBA players, and they're just simply young college students. Hey, with all the college hoops that's going on right now, don't forget, and I know you're fired up about this, baseball right around the corner. Yes. Here's the golden nugget. Love it. Uh, Tony and Aaron have got up uh, some really cool props. Uh, odds to hit the most home runs in the regular season. Stanton, 5-1. to one. 
Chris Davis, Bryce Harper, co-second choices at 10 to 1. Bryant and Trout, 12 to 1. Josh Donaldson, 15 to 1. Looking at the season win uh, totals there, your Orioles. How about season, 77. Season win total of 77. And, uh, any opinion on that? I, uh, it, it's tough, man. It, man it, it is isn't baseball tough, tough until you, you get up in Oregon. The Dodgers, 90. Wow. Well, hey, you got, you're going to win a boatload of regular season games. By the way, the Dodgers games uh, will be here every night, every day and night, whenever they play. Right here at AM 1400 KSHP, we've got the Dodgers games for you all year long. So I know we're uh, looking forward to that. The Cubs, the Cubs are, are crazy, right? I mean, they, 94. Well, they're the favorite. They're 3-1 to one to win it. Well, they're the favorite if they were going to be 500. For whatever reason, the people always bet the Cubs. Uh, and then Houston's going to be an interesting team. Can they can they back up what they did last year at 87 and a half? Uh, I don't think any that's ridiculous. I don't think so. There was a lot of Where's love. Kansas City at? The oh, funny thing was last year out of the gate, the buzz teams, I remember this, were the White Sox and Seattle, and uh, not much happened. Uh, White Sox 81, so Mariners 83. Man, really Pirates steady now, 86. And the, and the don'ts are uh, the, the Milwaukee Brewers, 71. So we've got that. NASCAR wow, continues. the Braves. What do you think? 67. Now, how foreign to the eye is that? I mean, all those years, Braves always, always good. This uh, Iowa State-Iona game, 340 to go. I think this total's going to get there. Uh, 155, another easy layup. So uh, everybody called for that game to be a track so, meet, and it's certainly, certainly turning into that. Baylor has not allowed Yale to run away with this matchup. Have you noticed they've got a high of five, I, but if know, they're hanging I, around. I would, you know what, though? 28 seconds I, and left. I, and it's funny. Generally speaking, John, I'm on board with you. that You get a quality team uh, that's down at the half, and you take that long, hard look at them in the second half. The funny thing is, I don't know that Baylor qualifies in that vein just because of their real roller coaster nature. You know, they're not, they, they, you know, it, they're such an inconsistent team. And I think I think Yale is what Yale is, and you, you, I think you, you know more what you're going to get from Yale than you do. Baylor can wow you, or Baylor can lay an ostrich size egg. Yes, absolutely. So that will be interesting. Uh, if that number came down. Uh, if memory serves, uh, the Yale game, I think, did come down to four and a half. And so the, I, I would look at that boy, second half number. Having seen what they've seen here, I wonder what they make. Baylor. We'll see, there's only four seconds left. Inbound play, 39-34. Baylor's getting a final jumper, baseline jumper off the rim, no good. And that goes to intermission. So they're down five. The line was four, basically. They're going to make the line the same. Yeah, I would. I would think it might be four and a half, five. They're going to have to lose by one or tie. And and, and just looking at uh, the 39-34 score here, 136 and a half was the total in that game. So uh, we shall see what they make the second half total here. But the thing is, you know what? Yale is dictating the pace. That's, that's the one thing when you're watching these games and you see how they unfold. Who, who is dictating the pace, I think, uh, speaks volumes. Hey, it's good to see you, man.
Thank you, sir. All right, John from johnsyndicate.com. You, you can, want a free winner? Uh, check it out. Philadelphia plus nine and a half against the Wizards to cover. Uh, I like the over in that game. All right. There you go. Be, we got two winners. Here's a parlay for you. Really? I think that'll be a very high scoring NBA, game. NBA, what's that today? No, hey, it's on the board. NHL. We got NHL action tonight. Uh, there's some opportunities for you out there. Uh, I was going to say the Blue Jackets are playing the Red Wings. And I'll tell you what, Columbus is giving up goals in bunches. And they've been having a little trouble scoring of late. So now they make the total on the game five. Uh, I think you might see that, that game be a little more of a high-scoring affair. So in the closing moments here, we're going to be back again tomorrow in the Grand Ballroom at the Golden Nugget. Tony Miller, Aaron Kessler, Dory are doing a great job here. This room is full, I mean packed to the gills, and we got great action all afternoon and all evening. We'll be back at it again first thing again tomorrow, and we'll be down here tomorrow. Todd Pollock from LV Wants Hockey is going to come by. Our buddy Steve Eanes uh, is in from San Diego. We'll chat with him tomorrow, so we'll have a little hockey chat with you. And, uh, you know, with the NHL GMs, that meeting breaking up, but uh, some good signs pointing towards hockey coming to Vegas here in the very not-too-distant future. I think the clock is ticking very much uh, in a positive direction. Tomorrow, Andy Rich will be with us as well. Uh, the Grand Poker Series right in this room, uh, in the Grand Ballroom, is an incredible poker event that they stage annually here at the Golden Nugget. And uh, we'll check with Andy and talk about some of the big money that's on the line and opportunities that will exist for you. Thank you to Brian for hooking us up. He's been a little under the weather, and I appreciate him stepping up to the plate. And Alan back in studio always does a great job. What a fun day. Thanks to Tony Miller for rolling out the red carpet. We'll be here again tomorrow. I invite you to stop down, make it the rounds, you know, get, a, get an experience all around the valley. But do put this on your bucket list of things to do. And speaking of, there are a lot of beer buckets around here. Uh, you will have fun. Come on down to the Golden Nugget in the Grand Ballroom. We'll be back here tomorrow, 1130 to 1 a.m., 1400 KSHP. The show's archived for you at sportsbookradio.com. Thanks again to Tony Miller. Sincere thanks to our good friend, Oscar Goodman. And the showgirls were here as well. Uh, he is the best, and he's been a very loyal contributor to the Sportsbook Radio. We thank the world of him, and uh, we thank him for stopping by. And we thank the world of you. Thank you for listening to Sportsbook Radio. Have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow at the Golden Nugget, 1130 to 1 on AM 1400 KSHP. The madness is officially underway. Your place to shop and save in Las Vegas is right here on AM 1400. KSHP North Las Vegas.